podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, what is going on? Welcome back to a brand new podcast on the Anfield Talk. I'm your host Ben and today I'm joined by a panel of three other guests. We've got coming back to the show, Jamie, aka Gene in a Bottle. How are you doing, my friend? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. It's so great to talk about Liverpool right now, so I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, it's a privilege to have you back, mate. We've got Connor as well joining us once again. How are you, mate? Well, good, thank you, mate. Like, like Jamie said, a great time to be a Liverpool fan, so can't wait for this. Yeah, you, you know what? I've not spoken to a Liverpool fan recently and asked them how they are and they've told me they're not doing well. But Holmes, debut on the pod, mate. Welcome to the TAT pod. Thank you for jumping on. Last but not least, how are you, mate? Yeah, mate. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to echo <laughs> I should have come in and said, mate, I'm feeling awful. No, the Reds are two wins away from absolute history. So if you're sad, have a look at yourself. There we go. Holmes has, uh, Holmes has said it how it is. But yeah, guys, uh, we are back, ready to go. Um, obviously, we've not done a pod since the FA Cup final, so we're going to start on that. Uh, but just to let the, the listeners know that we are going to start doing pods on a more consistent basis. Next season, we've got a plan going into place to make sure they're up after every single game. So make sure you're following on Spotify, subscribe to YouTube, and um, TAT is about to go up another level. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, but yeah, um, guys, gonna start off with the FA Cup, like I just said. Jamie, I'm gonna come to you first, my friend, because I believe, unless Connor was you at the game, no, I wasn't. Okay, so Jamie is the only true red amongst us, uh, that was at Wembley. So, um, yeah, Jamie, uh, how was your match day experience, mate? I mean, we had a day at Wembley as well earlier on in the season, which was incredible, but I mean, talk us through this, mate. What was this one like? Oh yeah, it was amazing to be honest. Another day at Wembley, free chips to Wembley this season is an absolute privilege, and that just shows how good we are and how good it is to follow Liverpool. So, look, it, it was nervy at the end, but the whole day was amazing. As the trips to Wembley are, especially when we have the green man, that if you know, you know that place is always bouncing. Mm-hmm. Disappointing, we didn't get a, as big of an allocation as we did for the semis because I feel like the semi atmosphere was on a different level. But the atmosphere was still amazing, still so privileged to be there and another cup uh, that we've seen live. So, yeah, an absolute pr- privilege and a pleasure to watch the lads lift another trophy. Hopefully, a couple more to come. Yeah, I mean, it would be incredible. Um... But Connor, what what did you do, mate, for the the FA Cup final? Was it just like a, a chilled one with a few drinks? Did you go out? What did you get up to? I went out. I I can't sit at home. I watched the Carabao Cup final at home, and I just it was it was awful. I was just so stressed <laughs> and so nervous. I sat on my own in my living room because my dad was working. And it was it's awful. So I went out this time with a, with a couple of friends, and yeah, it was it's great. I, I I went into Wembley as well, so you know I got the experience of of being around even though I didn't get to go to the game but yeah I mean the domestic cup sweep and I mean two's good but but four sounds sounds a lot a lot more more enticing yeah. enticing to say the least absolutely and we will get on to the quad talk we're going to be talking everything from um, the FA Cup Southampton and the season finale 
maybe touch a bit on Champions League as well towards the end, but we are going to do a different part covering that specifically. So, yeah, keep an eye out for that one. But, Ohms, what did you get up to, mate? Did you, in fact, let me guess, I'm the prediction. You went out, you watched the game, and then you went out after the game and had more drinks. Am I right? <laughs> mate, you're, you're close. You're close. I was, I was at. <laughs> I did. I was. I was actually at home watching my brother. Um, but as soon as, as soon as we won, I had a birthday um, that night. Uh, it went, the game went to what extra time pens. I had to see the trophy lifted. I had to see everything after that. But then as soon as that was done, I couldn't contain my excitement, mate. So I was straight <laughs> out. Everyone was happy. It was a nice sunny day. London was London was scouse. You can't get any better than that, mate. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I echo what you just said. And for me. Um, this time, unfortunately, like Jamie said, because the allocation wasn't as big as the the semi final, um, and even then we only got a ticket because of the waiting list. Uh, we we were unsuccessful in the ballot, so our ticket um, waiting list was like in the thousands this time. So there was literally no chance of going. Um, so we just stayed at home. We got some drinks in, um, and then obviously maybe drank a bit too much during the game. Not gonna lie, you know the stress was getting to me, especially at pens. Um, I always feel more confident and more cool when I've got a beer in my hand. I don't know why. There's just something about a beer that just makes me like calm. But um, yeah, we we ran out by the time the game had done, and then we'd obviously won the cup. And I was like, we need to go back to the shop to get some more because we need <laughs> we need to celebrate. So we went back. We got a couple more in. We had our playlist on. If you know, you know my my 19 times playlist. If you want that. You know, get in contact with me and I can send you a link. Jamie loves it. Um, it's got everything you want on there. Every Liverpool base related song. Uh, so we just played that on the speaker outside. Probably annoyed a few neighbours. And uh, yeah, it was really good. And that just set my mood for the rest of the week. And um, the FA Cup for me was something that I really wanted to win. And um, there's been this weird stigma about Klopp and how he's disrespected the, the domestics and how Liverpool fans all oh, now all of a sudden they, they like the domestics and they're saying the domestics are important, blah, blah, blah. But for me, this is just, and I'll, I'll get your opinion on this, Jamie. This is our first time where since Klopp's been in and we're seeing it, the proof is in the pudding that we've got a squad that is good enough to go for the title, go for the Champions League, go for the League Cup and go for the FA Cup. And the first time we get that squad that is good enough, that's as good as City squad, if not better. Look what's happening. So do you feel it's just a case of like in previous seasons where we've been, you know, getting eliminated in the third or fourth round or whatever, do you think it's just because we didn't have a squad good enough and we had to prioritise our games or, yeah, there's no way that we looked at the FA Cup and thought, that's a rubbish trophy. We're not going for that. Oh, 100%. that. It's the first time we've had a big, big squad, so we can rotate. And the squad that we played along the way to get to, to get to the final and win the final, it has been absolutely brilliant. Minamino's come in, the Carabao Cup, Messi bagged <laughs> our top, our top score in the competition. Divock comes in. We've had the likes of Cade Gordon. The journey's been brilliant, and we, we, we've had so many players that are ready to step up now and show their quality in that games. So it's absolutely fantastic to have a squad and it shows how important a squad is. We, we've been crying out for squad depth recently because that's how City do it. They did the domestic treble two seasons ago and it's because they've got a big squad and that, that's how the cookie crumbles, unfortunately. As a result, we've had less injuries and we've had all four trophies. Well, we're going for all four <laughs> trophies, I should say. Getting a bit carried away there. But yeah, big squad depth. 
leads to trophies. That's how it is. And what Klopp's built is absolutely magical. So big up to every player that's played their part along the way. The the, the tough games like Knott's Forest and maybe the easier games like Cardiff, everyone's played their part and that's because of our squad depth, 100%. Of course. And... Um... Yeah, I mean, Luis Diaz, I feel like, was a huge part of that. Signing him just took our, especially our attack, to another level. Taki coming in scoring goals, like you said. And there's been a few other players. Divot, like you mentioned. Harvey Elliott got a goal against Cardiff. And, you know, it's just been such a good ride for us. Like, so many players coming in, scoring goals. So many moments made. So many days we won't forget. Um, Ohms, where do you do you rank, like, the FA Cup? And when, when we won it, like, did you feel... Like happier than you expected to feel? Did you think like this was as big as other trophies you can win? Because I thought, I'm not going to lie, if we win this trophy, I'm going to be gassed, but I'm not going to be like to the point where I'm just, you know, uncontainably excited. But I genuinely was like, when we won it, when, you know, uh, the Alison saves the pen, like I can't even explain how I felt because it's just a trophy that it's eluded us for so many years and, you know, just to win it was unbelievable. So, yeah, how did you feel like, did you feel like this was absolutely massive for us? Yeah, mate, I mean, I think it's a bit of all those things. It's been, what, 16 years since we last won it. So that sort of gap, you're naturally going to feel like this is, this is the, like, this is, this is amazing. Um, For me, I've always I've always rated the domestic cups. I'd say I probably rate the FA Cup a bit more than the Carabao Cup. So I was already gassed. Um but I think look, they're they're look, they're not on the same level as the Prem or the Champions League, but look, they're major trophies. They're, it's not it's not like you're talking about the Super Cups, the um Club World Cup. They're major trophies and they're a major part of um a successful season. And um I just want to get my hands on as many trophies as possible. Um we need to start sort of um stat padding trophies in a way and sort of have something to show for this amazing squad we have. So for me, I, I mean, I've always loved the FA Cup, uh, even when we've not been successful in it. I, I think um, they're like sort of the whole day, the whole day of it is is a pretty, pretty nice thing to have. Um, so for me, for me, I was buzzing. Um, and it's, you want to be, it's, it's one of the days in the football calendar you want to be involved in, no matter what. You can maybe say, yeah, you want to be involved in the Carabao Cup final, but if you're not, you're not too gutted. But you sort of have the whole day dedicated to the FA Cup and you want to be that team. Um, you want to be that team that's involved and that team that wins it. Um, and look, it's there's so much sort of history to the trophy. Um, um, I mean, like Liverpool have had their own amazing finals. You've probably got the Michael Owen final, you've got the Steven Gerrard final um, and so on and so on. So for us to have our sort of um, our moment after so long, it, it it does feel really special, mate. I 100% agree. And uh, this was the uh, Costas Sumikas final in some way. <laughs> Obviously wins the game for us, but... Um... Yeah, I mean, I was so happy for Costas to see him. You know, the, the celebration was just incredible. How he he ran to the Chelsea fans with his hands on his ears, and yeah, you could see how much it meant to him. And I, I know this lad called Harry. Shout out Harry if you're listening. You guys might know him. He's um, German, he's Greek, and I think he's Italian. And um, I just spoke to him like it must feel so good having a Greek player at Liverpool that just had a moment like that. And he said like this has been so big in Greece, like in the press, in the media. They're saying that like, this is one of the the biggest things to happen in Greece for ages in terms of football and and sport. So yeah, it must have it must have felt so special to him to to have that moment. Um, 
Mate, no, what, what 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 a week to get your name trademarked. Get the get all phrase Greek Scouser trademarked as well. Just, <laughs> exactly. Just yeah. before just before you, you, you bang in the winner. Wait, so, Holmes, but did you hear what he said about that? He's not the Greek Scouser. He's a Scouser that's Greek. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whatever he wants to call himself, he he can call himself whatever he wants. Yeah. He can walk around Liverpool strolling around. Oh, I love the guy. You You'll never have to pay for a pint again, will you? Oh, no there isn't there isn't many Greek players who you can say have had big careers. I think if yeah, you think about it, think about it that way. When we obviously talk about how big it is in Greek media, not many Greek national players have had success at, at, at the extent that that Kostas has already. I think when you think there's the Greek, uh, Greek players like um, like uh, Stelios Manolas and. And people like that, who I think he played for AEK Athens, they they're not big players. Obviously, you've got Socrates, Papastos, whatever you want to call his last name, the one that we, the one that was at Arsenal. There's not many big Greek players that have played at, at such high profile clubs. So you can see why it's it's so it's so big in the Greek press. Yeah, hundred percent. And I was going to come to you, Connor, um, as well for for the FA Cup, just. Winning this now and winning the Carabao Cup in, in February or whenever it was, going into that Champions League final, that we're going to skip Sunday for a moment because we're going to come back to that later. So having well, won those two trophies, do you feel like that's going to be such a, a huge confidence boost for these boys? And if, say, we lost that penalty shootout against Chelsea, do you think that could have had a negative effect? So what do you think on like the psychological effect of actually going there and winning the two trophies that have been available so far? It's it's a great feeling to know that you have that confidence boost going into the final. Yes, it would have affected them, I think, to a point where you've come so far. And, and you know, you hear players and managers talking in interviews and they're constantly asked about the quadruple and trophy winning. And a lot of them say, you know, one one game at a time, we don't think about it. But you always know that people think about it. If you're, oh, if of you're, course. If you're an any day person, you just... You support Liverpool every day. You think about the quadruple, whether it's for five minutes, ten minutes, two hours. You know, you always had that in the back of your mind. We had um, before the Carabao Cup, obviously with the penalties. There was the conversation about the uh, the psychological team that had come in and done work with Liverpool, who who have worked on the psychology side of 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 our football. Mm. It's and I've heard it in the news all, all week to be to have. Two games left to play in all four finals that you can play in the year. That alone is an achievement in itself. If we'd gone and lost all four finals, you'd probably never hear about this year again. Because it's just... I believe that we have what it takes to beat Real Madrid. If you don't believe what what, what it takes, then... Obviously, you're not a real Red fan if you don't believe in this side. They've done everything they possibly can. And, and I'll repeat it again. We've said it in the podcast before. 14 points behind at Christmas. No one believed that anyone would get anywhere near City. Well, there you are. Last day of the season. They've got to beat Villa. They have to beat Gerrard. They have to beat Coutinho. And and I hope your brother continues to sing Gerrard as a Red because he is, especially Sunday. Um but no, it's a, it's a special time, and and going into going into Champions League final, obviously forget Sunday, winning those two trophies, having those two trophies on the back uh, of that season, it's it's important, and it will play a part. Obviously, Real Madrid have gone and won the league, and then if you think about if we win the league, 
I believe would be favourites going into that game if we already had three titles behind us. But I definitely believe we have what it takes with two. Yeah, no, you're you're hundred percent right, and you know, obviously, we'll talk about Sunday in a moment, and it's kind of out of our hands a bit. We do need something to happen um, in the other game for us to do that. But yeah, you, you're spot on. I feel like if if we already had the three going into that game, I don't think there'd be any chance of us losing. I'm not gonna lie. Like you know, we'd just be on a different level of like high. Like these boys are, are something else, and yes, I have been in spaces and I've, I've put on Twitter that I feel like it has slipped away a bit just because I don't see Villa and I hope I'm wrong. I really hope Stevie makes me look like a fool, but I just don't see Villa going to the Etihad and getting anything. That's just how I feel. You know, I've watched Villa a lot this season, especially since Stevie came in and over the last few months, they've not been great, but stranger things have happened in football. Just ask Mario Balotelli and he'll tell you. So um, we will see, but yeah, just moving on slightly then. There's been a game in between uh, the FA Cup final and Sunday, Southampton, which um, because, you know, I said Jamie was the proper red earlier because he went to the FA Cup final. But uh didn't see you at St. Mary's, mate. So uh, so hold that, mate. Uh, you know what I mean? But <laughs> um, So, yeah. I was... <laughs> so, literally, I was getting ready for for bed to go to work the next day I mean mate messages me out of the blue and goes oh I've got a spear for tomorrow and I'm like are you joking like what am I supposed to do now I've got a work shift in the morning I was like you know what give me half an hour and I'll try like help get someone to help me and like cover my shift so I sort of did I was like mate I'm coming to St Mary's three and a half hour trip there three and a half hours back uh work at 8am the next day but you know what boys like these boys just make everything we do worth it like whether it's travelling to London, whether it's travelling to Liverpool, going to Southampton on a on a Tuesday night when it was raining over there, by the way. I know the weather here was decent, but it was like 25 degrees in Southampton all day. But as soon as we got off the coach, it just started pouring it down. And obviously you saw the pundits on the telly with their umbrellas. And um, yeah, it, it, the weather took a turn for the worse, let's say. But no, it was it was a lovely evening. Really, really good away day. Um, the atmosphere... Yeah, oh mate, you're just about to... sorry. Go on. I'll yeah, yeah. About yeah, no, it's, it's cool, bro. Yeah, no, the the <laughs> atmosphere sounded amazing. Oh, mate, honestly, the, there's three games this season that um, the atmosphere has been incredible. What a lot of games, to be fair. But the City game I was at with Jamie, the first City game in the league, then the City game again at Wembley, and then uh, Arsenal as well away, and then that the Southampton one was just nuts. And I feel like. A lot of people, and I'm going a bit off topic here, a lot of people criticise the Anfield atmosphere at times and maybe rightfully so at some you know, some games it's not great. But you can't say anything about the travelling cop because they are incredible. Like in that game, and this is the the point I was alluding to, um, the team that he put out, like, they needed us on that day, you know what I mean? Like I'm not saying it was a bad team because I thought every single player in that team was good enough to, to play at St Mary's, but Obviously, you're looking at the team, there's no Virgil, there's no Thiago, there's no Fabinho, no Salah, no Trent, no Robertson. Um, you know, there's more, no Mane. And it's like, um, we kind of just need to get behind these boys. And that's exactly what we did. And, you know, we went a goal down, bit of a weird goal. I thought it was a foul at the halfway line. I looked over at Klopp, at, you know, once it had gone in and saw him absolutely raging. 
Um, so I knew from that, like, it must have been a foul. And then obviously I saw the replay at the end of the game and I was just like, wow. The same thing's happened again from the same referee that did the same thing at Old Trafford a couple years back. But it doesn't matter because we turned the game around. Thanks to, and I'm coming to Jamie, Big Joe Matip. You love that guy, don't you? You got a Joe Matip shirt for Christmas, right? Yeah, I do, mate. Um, oh, he, he's just a, a people's a people's hero, really, isn't he? He's absolutely fantastic. I do, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. Uh, I don't think Joel would lie either. I don't think he knew anything about that goal. But we take those definitely in the title race. They're the goals you need. But um, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you need luck. We might have got it, but we deserved it. We played a second string team because we were forced into making changes due to injuries. The compact schedule that we played is unbelievable. The most games anyone played in a season speaks for itself, really. So you have to chop and change, and we did it against the team who's playing the last game of the season in front of the home fans. They've caused upsets against City this season. They're not a bad outlet, and we still got the victory, so it speaks volumes of the team. But yeah, Joel Matip outstanding. I thought his partner in crime was absolutely unbelievable. Canati on that on that night, probably man of the match. Uh, another couple standouts for me. I thought Elliot were fantastic. Firmino was brilliant. So yeah, I I really liked I, I really liked Tuesday night. Obviously, f- uh, only two days rest really, Sunday and Monday before uh, each game. <laughs> rotated squad I think it's amazing that we got the three points and we've left it to the last game of the season but yeah Matip they're the cause you need in a title race yeah 100% and um, Jamie just alluded to it there mate Ibu Kanate 30 I think it's 36 million for that kid like there's been this whole thing this season Kanate for Matip and I'm not going to lie I've been a bit on the fence with it because Matip has been unreal this season. He's kept himself fit. He's played phenomenally. Phenomenally. That's the word I was looking for. But he has played. Um, and yeah, it's, it is really hard. And Klopp's got a massive headache, hasn't he, for the final? Uh, yeah, mate. First of all, I just want to say, why are we... I don't get our scouts, how we're able to find these gems. Just out of nothing. Like, Canase was... He hardly played for Leipzig due to injury. And like he's been nothing. Look, touch wood. He's been nothing but fit, healthy, and absolute boss. Um, honestly, since he's come in, I uh, he, he hasn't really put a foot wrong. I know he made a mistake at Benfica. He's had a couple maybe games earlier on where he was sort of adapting to the team. But look, this guy he looks like a he looks like a baby Virg, uh, Virgil already. Um, <laughs> honestly. Oh, it's such a hard decision, but I, I am leaning towards Canarze because he has been in the Cups and in pretty much every big occasion he's been put into, not only is he um, past it, but he's past it with flying colours. And uh, I think he's... I know I know Joel Massip scored the, um, the that intentional header at Southampton, um, but um, I think Canarze will probably get the nod, to be honest, mate. Uh, one, because of that sort of Vinicius thing where Klopp likes to match him, match him up with sort of teams flying blisteringly quick left wingers, uh, and two his his threat in the air um, from corners. We've seen it in the Champions League. I think he's a bigger threat than Can- uh, than um, Matip. Matip's no slouch in the air, but there's something about Canate's presence um, that is just pretty damn good. Um, and look, we've seen it in both cup finals where if they have gone to extra time. I mean, I know the Virgil um, sub was forced in the cup final, but um, 
we have seen uh, Canarse come on uh, for extra time in the Carabao. So I won't be surprised if it does go to extra time. We see them both get used. Uh, but I think uh, I think Klopp will have a plan now here where he'll probably maybe... I don't know, actually, could he... Because you want Canarse to have momentum, but I have a feeling he might go with Masip against Wolves and then just say to Canarse, right, Massive has Wolves, and you have the final. Um, and I'm honestly, I don't, I don't, I don't feel no. It's it's hard because you, you, we felt so safe with Massive and Van Dyke at the back, and for someone yeah. else to come in and you just feel as safe, you're just like, wow, like what, what, how, how is our like sort of talent ID this good to just yeah. find someone that slots in? And it's no easy job slotting into the Liverpool back line, especially at centre back. Um, those like it's like profile and like the sort of identification to find someone that can do that it's so much harder than you think so for for him to come in at such a young age um with not too many games under his belt is it's nothing short of um incredible to be honest mate yeah i 100% agree with what you're saying you know we've not lost a game yet when he's played as well like this guy has face defeat um and touch it there because long continue if he doesn't lose a game in the last two then we're, we're guaranteed the champions that way but, um yeah Connor anything you want to add to the Southampton game mate anyone you was impressed with um you know yeah just how do you think the game went for you I think if you if for anyone that's in the, the group chat if you remember before we, we were discussing the team and there was that rumour that came out about an hour and a half beforehand and we were like, that's not the team. And um, I said, attacky brace. And I was very confident that he would get the brace after his first goal. Um, and I really just wanted him to get a brace just because he deserved, I've, I heard the report that he didn't get a medal for for, for the, uh, the FA Cup. I don't know if that's correct or not. Yeah, that's, I, don't know if you yeah, I think know. it is Klopp's record on it, yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. And, and it, well, it just proves that he deserve he deserves it. He is okay. He is a very much a a cup player. But if he's a cup player, then he actually de- he deserves the recognition for playing in that cup. But yeah, it, again, Nervy conceded first. I was nervous, but I wasn't that nervous because I know we've come from behind many a time this year, and especially with everything that was online. And and winning that game it also shows how how strong we are in rotation, like. Like I'm said, um, two days to to really to, until until the game, and the road the, the the strength from, that we have in numbers now is is vital, and that's why we are winning trophies. That's why we are winning games. We're doing as well as what we are because of 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 the depth that we have. So yeah, it, it's great, and it and it keeps the dream alive going in going into Sunday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was massive, wasn't it? And like Jamie said, there was like ten minutes spell at the end where Southampton just had the ball around our box, and I don't necessarily think they were creating that many problems. But it, it just felt like if they just get in once and score, then that's it, season's over. So even though they, you know, they didn't have many great chances towards the end, it just felt like, oh my gosh, we need to just get hold of this ball again and see it out. Um, and we did, you know, it was really, really nice to see the celebrations at the end. Um, you know, Milner, Henderson, Ibu and Harvey Elliott um, all came over to the Travelling Cup and gave away their shirts to young fans, which was just 
really nice because obviously they travelled a long way on a school night. I mean, I, I bet some of them didn't go the next day, but um, yeah, the, it was just really nice day, really nice atmosphere. See Clark give his fist pops, um, thank the fans, and basically, I think his message was we're still in this. You know, we're we've not gone anywhere. We're still hanging in there, and yeah, who knows what's going to happen on Sunday, which we are going to we're going to get into right now, but. Look, guys, I've said my piece. Um, I don't have that much confidence in Aston Villa, Steven Gerrard, which I don't think is a stupid thing to say. You know, I've said it on, on Twitter many times and certain people have like, said, oh, where's your faith? Where's your confidence? I'm like, that's not the point. I'm confident in this team. <laughs> I'm confident that we're going to beat Wolves at home comfortably. <laughs> Forgive me for not having too much confidence and I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on this. Jamie, we'll come to you first, but... Aston Villa have been inconsistent this season. They're they're not in amazing form. They're comfortably safe in the Premier League, which I guess is a bonus. But do you honestly see Steve G go into the Etihad? Even though Aston Villa, I think they've lost like their last five games there. Do you see him getting a result? Doesn't necessarily have to be a win, just a draw. Do you see that happening? I don't, mate. To be honest, but I do believe in, <laughs> and, and and that's the difference. I think. Going into that final day, you've got to believe. Klopp's turned us from doubters to believers. Hopefully, you can turn Gerard from a doubter to believing. We, we can trust in Gerard's boys to to do it. But if you're a betting man, you, you're betting on City realistically, aren't you? They don't have the bottle gene in the Premier League, unfortunately, like they do in the Champions League. <laughs> hopefully, it's carried over from from Real Madrid, but it's very unlikely, isn't it? So confident we'll do our job. Less confident that Villa will do theirs, but I do believe that 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 possibly that that there'll be something in which we lift the title at Anfield. Uh, maybe it's written in the stars that Gerrard and Coutinho. But to be honest, if, if someone had to win it, it would not be Coutinho or Rings. For me, it'd be Lucas Digne. I think a blue nose to win us the league would be <laughs> bloody brilliant. That would be. I, I'd rather you know Digne score it than Coutinho because you know oh, that is a great shout. I've never <laughs> I mean, thought of that. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about it at the dinner table to my dad. I was looking at um, the Villa team, and I was just like, I tell you what, Digne free kick, 90th minute. That that does me. Yeah, I mean, wow, I've not thought of that until you've just said it. That's put a spanner in the works. Um, and look, Everton, I, I need to say this. I have to say this before Ohms and Connor go. Congratulations, Everton, on your 16th place trophy. Um, incredible scenes at Goodison Park yesterday. Um, just, you know, make sure everyone stayed safe on that pitch and that fan that thought he could fight Patrick Vieira. I think you need to get your head tested. Um, you know, but yeah, congratulations, uh, it's great to see that both teams on Merseyside are, you know, doing doing well in the sport, and that Frank Lampard, even though he was appointed as the Everton manager and made your situation worse because he kept you up in the the second to last game, he's now the Messiah. So yeah, congratulations. Anyway, um, Ohms, do you see it happening, mate? Um, yeah. Uh, before we go into that, I just want to say on that, on that Everton thing, it's all about context, <laughs> mate. Because if they're if they're in fifteenth and on the beach like Southampton are, their fans are not doing that. Their fans, it's just it's just it's just the the, the gap between the two clubs right now is enormous, and it's it's never been wider. And I'm loving it because that fan, like Patrick Vieira, is known to be one of the hardest players in Premier League <laughs> history. 
And literally, there's literally five of them around him and he's just staring them all off. And then I think there's a moment where they all realise, oh damn, this is actually Patrick Vieira here. And they all just like back off like, damn. Um, but that's all I want to put on that. You know me, mate. I'm a very positive man. Um, and look, I think, I think you've both summed it up well. So I'm sort of going into it thinking... There is absolutely no pressure on Liverpool Football Club to win this Premier League title, and let's put That's all fair. that let's put all that pressure on Man City. Let all the all the intensity, all the pressure be on that game at the Etihad. Yeah, let 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 the Sky Sports do their job. Let them write their narratives. Let everything be on Guardiola and his team, and let them. All we can hope for is that they, like 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 you said, they don't have the bottle gene, but but um, it's a it's a more common word on Twitter now, the um the, the word intangibles and some things are just more than the objective game of football. On paper, Man City wiped the floor with this Aston Villa team to be honest. But I think let's let's believe in it and let's let's try and do our bit by sort of applying that media pressure, that 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 that, that intensity and nervousness on the game. All we can do is do our job. If we win our game, whatever happens at the end we're gonna get a massive send off to Madrid, uh, for uh, to Paris for the Madrid game. So, but I all I need is a point, and I'm not gonna get even if Villa go one 0 up early on. I'm not gonna make that mistake as we did, um, Glenn as I did with Glenn Murray. But let that game go on, let it drag on, and let's see where we are. Um, and look, if we if I don't want to see people say, oh, we we refer to games like a hundred years ago in the season uh, where we dropped points that that happens in any season to get to get to probably 92 points again in a season is is ridiculous so let's just apply all that pressure any sort of pressure on us bring it all onto man city and look they they've they've had chances this season to win it mares could have won it for them pretty much yeah um yep we went 1-0 down to villa we came back city were thinking oh could this be it we went 1-0 down to southampton Sky Sports had a graphic with the yellow, like yellow and gold of um, the champions around um, Man City's name as it stands. Them players definitely watched that game um, and they were thinking, "Oh, we could be champions here." But now they've got to scrub up, get their kit on, and do it themselves. And it's not like they're playing a team that's going to be on the beach. I'll tell you that. Uh, Stevie G is going to get that Aston Villa uh, team pumped up. Um, so look, let's just enjoy the Anfield game, and whatever happens, happens. We lose, we lose. We will never in pole position. If we win, it'll be one of the greatest plays in the Liverpool fans' history. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there would be many better at all, to be honest, mate. Um, it would just be nuts. Like, it's kind of a weird one because I don't know how to prepare for it because like, when we won the league before, um, you know, we knew it was going to happen on that day. Uh, sorry, not when we won the league, when we actually lifted the trophy. We knew we were lifting the trophy on that day. And me and my brother, we got some champagne in because obviously it was still locked down, so we couldn't do anything. Um, and we popped it in the garden. And again, we had a party. And you, how do we prepare for this? Because I don't want to go out and spend like 20 quid or whatever and some cheap champagne to then be disappointed. So, yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but we'll see. Um, Connor, what, where are you at, mate? Um, am I just been all Mr. Doom and Gloom? Or, you know, what were you saying? I remember that Glen Murray goal. And I remember being a and I remember being, I remember being at work, and I remember st- I worked at a bar at the time, and I remember sitting behind the bar 
on the phone and my manager's like, what are you doing? I was like, Glenn Murray's just scored. She had no clue about football. She had a massive go at me. <laughs> I was going to look at the game for the rest of the day and then obviously found out that, that, that Glenn Murray and uh, Brian didn't hold on. Paper is thin and I've just come up with that analogy, but it's true. It's fact. And no matter what is said on paper, football is football and football is the most beautiful sport that there is and anything can happen. And it just so happens that it's left to someone like Steven Gerrard to try and do what no one believes. I'm the same as you boys. I don't, I'm not optimistic in the fact that, you know, City are a very good side. You know, as much as I don't want to say that, they are. And that's why they're at the top. And you think about, you think back to, you know, if we'd won that Tottenham game just weeks ago, would be a point clear. But as I said, there is no pressure on us. All I keep seeing on, on Twitter is everyone, that hates us going bot jobs this you, you you're awful you, you you blew it like we've never been top for a mm. game week we've never been top yes we've gone top when we beat Watford in the 12:30 kickoff we went top for 2 hours at the end of a game week we haven't been top bearing in mind city were 14 points okay they had two games in hand at us technically that's still eight points clear if we'd won both those games, which I believe we did. So, how will we bottle jobs? The whole idea of this is the pressure is on City. You know, Greedish didn't work out. That's 100 million. Oh, you know what? Haaland's come up. Yeah. Pep needs of a striker because he can't use the ones that he uses at the moment. So he just, if he fails, he goes and buys something because he has the money. And and I say that because it it, you know, everyone at the moment is talking down on Klopp and what Klopp's doing. And I've seen a lot on Twitter recently saying Klopp doesn't deserve to be in the best coach role of, of like the likes of Ferguson and stuff like that. And he's not at Ferguson's level yet. I've fought this. But the fact that what he's done with this side and this turn round, if you looked at the side when he first initially came in, that side would not even get you Europa League football at times. This side is now fighting for every single cup they possibly can. Mm. He, and, and, and as we've seen in news, news like reports and on Sky, we don't buy world class players. We make world class players. We buy players who are deemed to be first, to deemed to be world class, and we make them that. It's exactly what we've done with Salah. That's exactly what we've done with Van Dijk. It's exactly what we've done with Allison, and it's exactly what we're going to do with the likes of Diaz, um, Shuamani, if that ends up happening, and people like this. I want to be optimistic. I want to be. I want to sit there and be like, yeah, Villa are going to win. And and to be fair, the caliber of players that they have, if they play well, they have got the the capability of beating City. You know, mm. Buendia, a great player. Coutinho, a great player. You know, Digne, like you talk about, a very, very, very good left back. I, they have the calibre of player to win the game, will they do it? Who knows? I don't think we'll... I, I, I'm almost certain we won't lose to Wolves. Wolves are, Wolves are already on the Portuguese big game, whatever. It's, it, that, that's how I see it. It, it just it all depends on... It all depends on, on what city do. And, and if someone wants... If 
Callum Chambers wants to, to slide through De Bruyne in the first five minutes, I'm, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just one of them, minute where, like you say, we've just got to watch our game, really, and I'm seeing people saying, like, oh, I'm going to watch it on a, on a split screen, I'm going to get my laptop up, I'm not going to do that, I'm just going to watch our game, and if a goal goes in at Man City, there'll be a score update on our game, and if you don't see a goal that's gone in at City, then it's, it's good, because nothing's happened, so... Um, yeah, it's just tough, man. Um, like you said, to get over 90 points again. And I said to my brother the other day, because we were talking about this, this could be the third season where we've got over 90 points, yet it could potentially be another one that's gone and we've not won the league. So three 90-plus point season and only one title, which is it's awful to think of that way because you think like, you know, Leicester won it on 75 points or whatever it was. And a lot of the stuff of the years, they didn't get 90 points. Um, but the way I see that then is that this tells me that this team keeps going. And if we don't win it one year, we don't just fold and collapse like other teams. We don't just think, OK, that's it. That's our chance gone. Um, we regroup and we go again and we get 90 points again. And you know what? We're going to get 90 points again. And I said this from the end of last season, like as soon as that full-time whistle went and we got top four, um, I remember doing a stream with Louis and uh, it wasn't a stream actually it was just a video but um, I said to him mate like now this season's done this is as hard as it's ever going to get for us under Klopp now that season's out the way once we get Virgil back once we get a few new players in we are going to be absolutely fine and we'll be back up there next season and that is why I predicted us to win the league at the start and yes my prediction might be wrong by one place but I also said in that video the team that finishes above us next season will win the league because there's no one on our level. Chelsea, nowhere near. Everyone's like, oh, they're going to be in the race. I said, no, they're going to be in it for a few months and then they're going to fail off and then it's going to be us and City fighting until the end. And this is what's happened. And that's not me saying, oh, look, I'm right and, you, and you're wrong. That's just common sense. Like, if you don't watch Man City and Liverpool and see that these two teams are just completely head and shoulders above everybody else in this country, then you can't be helped because the way we just keep battling against each other and going at each other's neck every single time, it's unprecedented for me. I've never seen anything like it. And a lot of people say on Twitter, like, oh, they're, they're happy to just keep the pressure on City. Well, I'd rather be doing that than battling for fourth like your club. So, look, there's nothing wrong in being in the title race. And if you lose it, of course, there's going to be disappointment. On Sunday, if we don't win the, the title, I'm going to be gutted. But I tell you what, Jamie, We've got a big day coming up in Paddy and uh, you're going, mate. So we're going to talk about this just a little bit, not too much, because like I said, we're going to do a whole pod on this, building up to it. Um, but yeah, I bet you're buzzing for that one, aren't you? My day doesn't get better than going to a Champions League final. It really doesn't. So yeah, I'm I'm absolutely buzzing, counting down the, get, counting down the days now. I go on Thursday. No, it's not a long wait. Hopefully, um, we have a Premier League to take over to Paris as well, and and there's another uh, trophy on the bus parade the following day. Uh, getting back for that as well, which is going to be brilliant. Hopefully, with big ears coming home with us. But yeah, I'm buzzing for it. Uh, am I confident? Yes, slightly. To be fair, I think you've got to back us. What we've done this season is is absolutely unbelievable, and I think. One more step, and the treble 
in our hands, the quadruple possibly. It's unbelievable. And I'm so privileged to have a ticket and be over there. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot of jealous people, um, including myself, mate. But yeah, you deserve it. You know, you've you know, you've been through so many games this season, and you're a top lad. So I'm 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 very pleased that you you got a ticket, mate. Um, very chuffed for you. But Erms, what's your plan, mate? You thought about what you're doing for the the Champions League final, and where you're going to be to watch Liverpool win number seven? Uh, mate, I've got um, I've got I've got a train ticket to Liverpool. Um, a I'm going. I'm going to one of the big screenings there. I've just not got a place to, to stay, but that's that'll be sorted one way or another. If I have to, <laughs> if I have to go far and wide to stay staying in around the city, but yeah, I'll be there definitely. Um, because I want to see that parade. I want to sort of the the original plan was to go to Paris, but I think by by the time the Villarreal game was done, those price the price of those tickets, um, whether it was by train. By, by plane, by bus, it was too much, especially if you haven't got a ticket to the game. So, look, I think the next best place to be is be is Liverpool. Um, so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the atmosphere there. And I'm confident. I am confident. Um, Real Madrid, I think the, the noises I've heard and seen from Spain is that they're confident in Real Madrid because they're saying, oh, Real Madrid have conquered Chelsea, they've conquered City, but they... And they think they can conquer us, but look, it's one thing beating them two teams, it's another beating this Jurgen Klopp Liverpool team, um, especially in Europe. Um, I think we've been fantastic. So I am more confident than I was. I was confident for Kiev, to be fair. Uh, I think that was the season we had then, but now it just feels so complete. It almost feels like the reverse. We're the sort of well oiled, well drilled, just complete machine whereas they've probably been more of a one-man team this season in Benzema whereas in that season we were very salary reliant whereas now I think it's switched and hopefully that um the final result switches and we get the we get the we get the big number seven yeah absolutely mate and I'm with you that confidence you know I feel like this is just a complete different to the last hundred, you know, there's no Carius, there's no Adam Lallana coming on from the bench, there's no Dejan Lovren. Um, so yeah, Real Madrid are very confident, and a lot of that confidence probably comes from the last time they played us in the final, and then last season where our team was all over the place. This is the first time in modern, like you know, recent times where we've actually got a team that can match Real Madrid's. So we'll see what happens and the best team will win, I guess. But yeah, um, Connor, what, are you are you going out? Are you staying at home again on your own? Or yeah, what, what are you doing uh, for this one? No, unfortunately, I didn't get the same luck I did for uh, for the Tottenham game. Uh, I went out to Madrid. I won't be going to Paris. Um, I'm going to Liverpool as well. Um, yeah, the best place to be. I, I did think about staying uh, in London and 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 watching it here, but if there's if there's one place I want to be on 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 a Champions League final day, and if it's not at the ground, then it's it's definitely it's definitely in Liverpool, just for the atmosphere and 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 having friends and family up there as well. I'm looking forward to it. Um, obviously, it would be nice to go back up there. I haven't been up there much this year, um, due to just football commitments and 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 things like that. So yeah, it I would wouldn't mind sitting at home, but I'd end up chewing my nails and probably my fingers off if I'm on my own <laughs> but no like like you boys said it, 
a much stronger team than the last time we played Madrid. Madrid, you could say, are weakened. Um, no, no Ronaldo, stuff like that. But they do have young and up, uh, upcoming talent, just like we do. So it, it will be interesting. But no, if you don't, if you don't favour us for this, then then I don't really know what what you what you're talking about. To be honest. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we're so confident now because this team have, we've lost three games this season, and you know, one the only one we've lost in the Champions League was a game which didn't necessarily matter if we lost, as long as it wasn't by too much because we we already went through. So, um, yeah, no, I agree. I'm very confident for that, and because it's in our hands, it's in our own destiny. That's why I feel like much more happier and much more confident about that because I feel like if you give these boys a, a one-off game we can beat anyone I mean Wembley uh, Man City semi-final you know we we battered them essentially I know the scoreline was kind to them in the end but in terms of how the game went the first half was one of the best first halves I've ever been to in a football match like that was just nuts what we did to them um, but yeah I'm confident as well and I don't know if I'm going to be at Liverpool yet we still need to look at it because like Home said there's nowhere to stay like literally every single hotel is booked um, so I might have to have a word with a, a couple of friends or something see if they've got space on the sofa or whatever but I'll try and get in there by hook yeah. or by crook but if I can't I guess I'll just go out um, where I am at home and just yeah, try and enjoy it. Because to be fair, I, I didn't go to Liverpool for the last one. Uh, we watched um, the Tottenham game in Beerkeller, which is I don't know if you guys have them, but it's like a a German like pub slash uh, bar with screens, obviously, and stuff. So we went there, we won it, and then we we went home. We didn't sleep. Yeah, it's unreal, mate. And then we we drove up to um, to Liverpool for the parade the next day. So just on a side note, Jamie, I'm going to ask you this. If, say we don't win either, right? Like, obviously, we all know we're going to win the Champions League, right? But this, the parade's been confirmed, hasn't it, for the two domestic cups? Even if we don't win anything else, we're still getting that. Are you going to go to that? And what's your thoughts on that? Because I've seen a lot of people give it stick, saying if we don't win the Champions League or the Premier League, no one's going to go. What are you saying about that? One hundred percent. To be honest, I think it's pathetic. If if you think if we don't win the Champions League, I'm not going. What these lads have given us this season have, has been absolutely remarkable. Memories, me- memories for life, especially. You know, you've lived memories this season, Ben, that you won't forget with your trips to Wembley and what they've done for us is absolutely amazing. And if we don't come back with the big ears of the Premier League, it's not. It's not through. It's not through heart. It's not through. Not trying. It's just we were beating on the day and beating on a couple of league games. So, look, I I think you've got to go. You've got to back the team. You've got to pick them up as well. Obviously, if they come back a day later, they will be a bit upset not winning the if they don't win the Champions League. And you've got to pick them up. And like Virgil said, and you allude to it so many times, Ben. If we don't win it this season, we'll go again next season. And I thoroughly believe that under Klopp. And as long as Klopp's here, we are safe. And I think if we don't win it, we've got two trophies. There's teams out there, big clubs like Tottenham, they'd, they'd die for these trophies right now. So we're in a very privileged position where people can moan about doing a, a, a bus parade for two trophies. That just shows how good we are. But yeah, I'd definitely be there. Everton would still be in Goodison if they won these two trophies, mate. It's still on the pitch. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you agree with that? Would you still go and do you still see it being a, a positive day even if things don't go our way? Yeah, mate, I'm, I'm, 
I echo everything Jamie said, to be honest. Uh, it's especially the season they've given us, like, no matter what. And still to have two major trophies in the bag, it's still such a successful season. It's more trophies than anyone else will win this year. Um, so um, I'll be 100% be there and it, it's going to be... I, I, it's, it's more of a celebration of, of this team, even if we didn't win the two uh, to come. So I think... Yeah, like Jamie said, anyone that that will not want to go because they'll say, "Oh, it's a disappointment." I I, I can't now look at the season and say it's a disappointment. We will be disappointed for not having more, but that's just the standard we've set. If you said to us at the start of the season, "You'll win, um, you'll win, you'll win the cup double," you you'd probably say, "Yeah, that's a that's a very good season that deserves to be um, paraded." So yeah. Cool. And Connor, are you in agreement? Yeah, definitely. We were robbed of of not celebrating the the the, the Premier League. Um, not robbed, obviously. We know COVID was was a serious thing back then. So you, I say robbed, but we're the only team ever to not have that that parade. I think two trophies is is more than anyone else this year. Mm. So. Um, I I will I will be there. Um, obviously going up to Liverpool, I, I will definitely be there for that. Yeah, no, it's good to hear you guys all saying that because I agree. Um, I think you know it's it's been an unbelievable season, no matter what happens next. And you know, there's a, that that that's always the thing that comes with this. Like, if you're this good and you get to this many finals, there is obviously a chance that you might be left heartbroken. But on the flip side of that. And this outweighs that by an absolute mile. There's a there's a big chance. Well, for us, it's a big chance because our team's unbelievable. But there's a big chance that this is going to be a season to never forget. Like, you know, we've been absolutely incredible um, up to now. We've only lost three games in the season, and hopefully, it will stay like that until the end. Um, the League Cup, the FA Cup, the trips to Wembley, like Jamie said, that I've had. The memories I've made with, with people that I've interacted with on, on Twitter that I've finally met in real life and just everything that's happened this year has just been perfect and I just feel like we need to to show these boys like if we don't win the legal Premier League or Champions League we're not going to turn our backs on you because I feel like that's how it would feel like if they got off the plane and got on the parade bus and they didn't have the Champions League in their hands and they turn up and they see barely anybody's there. They're going to be thinking, oh, so these guys only care when we, we win the big trophies. If we don't win the big trophies, we need to be there to show them that, you know what? Okay, we didn't do it this year, but we're ready to go again. And we're behind you. We're behind the manager and we believe in the players we have. So that I just needed to get that in there because there was a lot of nonsense I saw about it on Twitter. So I, it was very interesting to get your guys' takes. And, you know, it's good to hear that you're all in agreement with me. But like I say... Everything we've just spoken about is irrelevant, ladies and gents, because we are winning number seven. We're going to Paris. You know, this is where we won it, I believe, against Real Madrid. Um, is Was it 81? Yeah, 1-0. Um, yeah, so there we okay. go. And Luis Diaz, mate, 1-0 win. It's happening. Put a bet on it. So, yeah. Um, going to wrap up there, guys. We've spoken through a lot this uh, in this pod. It's been great to have you guys back with me. Uh, like I say, 
more consistent pods coming on a regular basis. We're making a proper schedule going into next season so that they'll come up after every single game. And obviously, when the season does finish, we'll be here with transfer pods. We're going to get PPA back. And a lot more stuff is going to happen very soon on TAT. So make sure you've got your notifications on YouTube. Also, Twitter for any announcements that you, you don't want to miss because exciting times are coming. Um, boys, thanks once again for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah, if you made it to this point in the pod, I appreciate it. And we will see you next time. Take care and we'll see you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.